everybody, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. Uh, Happy New Year and welcome to 2016. Uh, this is the first show of 2016. I hope everyone had a safe and happy new year. Um, I'm feeling bullish. I'm feeling bullish on 2016, everyone. So I'll just say it right now. Um, I don't know, do it. does everyone always feel that way at the beginning of the year? A little bullish. Anyway, I'm going to write it as long as it lasts. Uh, the first episode this year is Rob Grimm. Um, if you've ever shot photography with Rob Grimm in town, and I know lots of agency people out there have, you know he's a fantastic maestro of product shots, bottles, glass, liquid, food. He's amazing. But he started something else that I thought I wanted to talk to him about, and that is um, an online education uh, series where he's actually teaching people how to be photographers. So uh, we're going to get into that, um, but I think it's very noble, and I think with photography, uh, the interest in photography exploding, um, what he's doing, I think, is fantastic. So have a listen to Rob Grimm. education thing came, came from because I just discovered this today it's R-E-G R-G-G R-G-G E-D-U dot com E-D-U yeah. dot com uh, what's your middle name? Glenn okay yeah. R-G-G and, we're, and this entire thing is pretty new but it, like it's amazing where did it all come from? well it kind of came from uh, a couple of years ago so my business partner mm-hmm. in R-G-G E-D-U is Gary Martin okay and he came on first doing some assisting for me but really as my studio manager and he really got me into education okay. in terms of, um, you know, I have 20 plus years of experience and kind of sharing that with other people. So yeah. um, we started kind of doing the lecture circuit and we did something called Creative Live, um, which is kind of, it's a pretty big deal, you know, for photographers to get on that level. Yeah. Um, so Gary got got us involved with Creative Live and we went out and did that. And, and that's an organization that's education. Yeah, it was, it was started by a guy named Chase Jarvis, who's a pretty big-time photographer. And he just started kind of um, talking with other photographers about the processes. And it kind of blew up into this thing where uh, you can go to creativelive.com and you can watch something live. Okay. Uh, and photographers teach for three days. Okay. Um, and you can watch it live or you can buy it and then download it and then you're watching that content. Um, and there are a lot of other educational places out there. We, mm-hmm. We're also working quite a bit with a company called Flurn out of Chicago. Okay. That they are, they are re- and Flurn is cool. They are really kind of the foremost um, Photoshop teacher. Okay. In, in, really kind of worldwide now. And, and Aaron Nace, their principal and uh, educator, is, is just brilliant when it comes to Photoshop. And completely self-taught, but the guy is just... Out of this world. Yeah, he's out of this and world. And it's called Flurn? Flurn, P-H-L-E-A-R-N.com. Okay. Okay. It's great for people. And I've sent a lot of graphic designers there, too. And okay. They, and they were like, oh, this has got some really good information. Yeah. So if you're if you're a graphic designer out there trying to up your game, this is a great place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and is it is it mostly how to retouch photography, or is it all kinds of things? It's mostly how to retouch photography, but okay. some of the skills that he teaches are pretty applicable to a lot of other things that a graphic designer would do. So. Okay. Um, and we started do we started partnering with Flurn, doing okay. some tutorials uh, with them, okay. and kind of releasing them. And uh, Gary and I just got to the point where we, where we thought, you know, this is um, something that we should do on our own because we like a lot of the platforms that are out there, mm-hmm. but they're missing some of the things that 
we think are really important. Okay. So we started our GGEDU, which, um, you know, Robin Gear is great education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you learned as you went. Yeah. Well, what we, yeah, what we decided to do was, was come up with something that gave people content, mm-hmm. but one was, was a little bit more engaging, okay. in the, particularly in the way it was filmed, yeah. but then was also searchable, where you could kind of go back and really look at something and say, okay, you know what? There was a piece in there about how to um, properly dress a bottle. Where was that? Okay. And rather than just looking through yeah. multiple days of downloaded yeah. information, you could really kind of go to that specific point wow. and refresh it. So you can you can say how to shoot a bottle or search that. Well, it's table con- it's, it's, it's in a table, table of contents. Oh, where things are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we go, what we do, um, we also did it a little differently because we decided to sit down with the photographers that we're working with and write a curriculum. Oh. So say, okay, what's in your wheelhouse? You know, uh, like our first, uh, our first one was actually uh, a newborn tutorial, and then mm-hmm. we we went to a fashion one with a guy named Michael Volashinovich out of uh, Toronto, Canada. And with him, we sat down and we said, okay, what's in your wheelhouse? Like, what do you what do you want to teach? And yeah. then we kind of broke all that up into different teaching moments. Okay. And together we write this curriculum, and then from there we can go and break out our shot list. Okay. So we shoot these things according to how it's going to be best to teach and edit and then search later. Okay. So we're kind of putting a lot into the pre-production. It takes us a couple of months just in the planning stages wow. to write the curriculum, go back and forth, kind of get it all figured out, okay. uh, plan our shot list, and then go off on location and do it. Wow. And it's cool. We're, we're getting some heavy hitter photographers. We're really, uh, we, we released one with Eric Almas, who's probably one of the top 15 photographers in the world right now. Wow. Um, we just came out and with what's one. his subject he does these really incredible um, composites where he will create a landscape that doesn't exist out of multiple landscapes uh-huh. and then he'll put people in it um, he's a he's a really really busy photographer he kind of learned at the hand of Jim Erickson who's a, you might know is an old time yeah. photographer big wig in the business yeah um, but then he started putting these people into it and really creating He's great at telling stories. Mm-hmm. Like there's an emotional story of people or an interaction of people or a person's emotion that is complemented by, by this kind of scene that is so believable, but it, you're like, where the hell is that? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, he, he, the guy's the guy's <laughs> It doesn't exist anywhere because he makes it. Well, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. Like we yeah. went out to California and we were shooting for 12 days around California with him. And... We'd go to a location, and what he would do, he'd do a couple of tricks where he'd find a vista that was just beautiful and loved it, and he would shoot that, but then he'd zoom in on the mountains in the background mm-hmm. a little bit, and then he'd pull a tree line from over here. Yeah. So he would add a tree line, he'd enlarge the mountains slightly, and just kind of change the landscape. So it's mostly there, Yeah. but he's he's finessing it. A yeah. little bit. I don't want to say manipulating. He's finessing it to create just this... It's super dramatic. Oh, it's so stunning. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So you... At some point, you decide that education is the truth because you put obviously a ton of time into making this thing. Yeah, it, it requires a lot of time. Yeah, um, Gary is really the, the day-to-day driving okay. force of it, um, and I do a lot of the direction, a lot of the uh, curriculum writing. Okay, uh, but I'm also still you know shooting uh, and bouncing back and forth between yeah. Chicago and here. So uh, there's a lot going on with it. I but bet. we put a lot of time into it. We've got yeah. several people full time. We've got three full time editors. It's wow. all they're doing. They're just cutting these videos. Yeah. So, they, so on the backside, people are obviously buying these things. So yeah. And it's a program. It's like, this is a tutorial. You're going to graduate from this or, or whatever. You're going to, these are not 
you're going to pay for this. This is like going to cops. This is like a master class. Yeah, well, you know what we thought? Our approach was let's make it more like an online internship. Okay. Like that's almost how we think yep. about it. Because yep. the, days, the days of assisting, like when you and I came up in yeah. the business, right? Those days are gone yeah, in terms right. of you don't work for another photographer for three years and learn everything about their business and how it works. And now with digital photography, yeah. it's all happening so fast. Yeah. Um, so we kind of want to give people the opportunity to learn at their own pace, which they're doing. Yeah. They're doing it through lynda.com or, I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many different avenues. Yeah. Even YouTube. I mean, yeah. you go, go on to YouTube and yeah. like, how do I photograph a beer bottle? You'll yeah. probably get, I don't know how many, yeah. you know, little videos on yeah. it, but they're not well shot. They're not in depth. Yeah. So we thought, all right, our point of departure is we're going to really give people information. They can go back, they can search it, they can really um, let these lessons sink in. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it. Uh, a true curriculum, mm-hmm. and we want to give them the feel that this is more like an online internship, something that they can kind of sink their teeth into and really learn about the photographer. So it's kind of a documentary about a photographer and their style, how they okay. work, okay. versus this is how you shoot portraits. Yeah. It's, this is how Eric Alma shoots portraits, yeah. or this is how Peter Colson shoots portraits. Okay. You know, so, so that's that's our approach. Oh, that's cool. So you're literally learning from the best in the business, and everybody kind of mm-hmm. probably has their techniques and quirks right. and ways that they do things. Right. And so I, mean, that's, I mean, think yeah. about it. When you go into yeah. different photographers, we all have our different ways, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in many ways, we're very isolated. You know, photographers mm-hmm. don't get together all the time, and they <laughs> certainly don't share secrets. That's right. Right? Right. Like, that's secrets. probably one of the most, yeah, if you think about it that way, because yeah. it's such an incl- your your thing, you're bidding all the time against everybody else, right? right. Constantly. Right. And so you want... You know, your way of doing things to be your way of doing things. Right. And that's the other thing we're doing. We're really revealing what we do. Yeah. Like for me, in doing a lot of magic behind food that. tutorials yeah. and beverage tutorials, like, you know, I'm going to tell people what I'm doing. Yeah. Just show it to them. Yeah. Yeah. I want to elevate the entire business. Yeah. And if I'm holding everything back, um, one, it's, it's hard for people to know. Uh, how to get there and to do it, but I'm also I'm not afraid of growing my competition. Right? Okay, because and what's your theory behind that? Well, my theory behind that is there are a lot of people getting into this business. They go down to you know a camera store, they buy a, ca- a digital camera, and they start clicking away. And digital cameras today are very very powerful. Yeah, you know a, a Canon 5D Mark III has six computers inside of it basically that right. are running that thing. Um, but there's a difference between letting the camera run itself and you running the camera and knowing composition and lighting and really understanding it. So too many people have gone down, picked up a camera, they start taking some pictures, they throw an Instagram filter on it and they want to be a professional photographer. And (laughs) in the world of social media, they start gaining attention, their prices are really low. I mean, there's been a huge shift. So for me, it's like, okay, you want to compete in this business? Yep. That's great. Let's compete on the same level. And I'll teach you what I do. Now you go out and, and really do it. you gain the experience. You you understand composition. You understand lighting. And you handle the pressure of being on a shoot with 15 people around you yeah. when there's dollars floating around. Uh, then I'll compete with you, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I want to compete with people on that level. Yeah. I don't want to compete with somebody who's just like got a digital camera and takes a cool shot and then throws an Instagram filter on it and calls himself a photographer. That, to me, that's... Yeah. It's, it's a not, shortcut. It's a shortcut that's damaging the business. Yeah. Tell, tell me how... Let's go back and... Uh, I know you've been in this town for a long time. Yeah. You learned from uh, who? How'd you get into this? How'd, how'd you become the foremost 
food and beverage photographer. <laughs> am I? Am I? <laughs> well, you, you are the man. I I'm would up say, there. right? You're up there. I'm up there. You're up there. You, you know a lot. I, I know a couple things. You do a few I tricks. Know, I, I know a couple things. <laughs> Uh, I started in the business got a long time. I mean, my dad was. And I'll, I'll have a link to your site because your site's got all the all the magic work. And in this yeah. town, it's a it's a beverage food kind of town. There's a ton of yeah. work and historically just from the beer business, obviously. Yeah. And we've had Bacardi in town and lots of wine clients. And there's always something. It's liquid. been a good town for booze. It has been right. <laughs> yeah. if you want to shoot booze photography? Yeah, this has been gigs. this has been a good town to do it in. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually started my career in Chicago. I mean, I was taking oh, okay. pictures forever. My dad was yeah. an artist. And, yeah, you're, and someone gave you a Kodak I read on your bio when you were eight. My was, mom, yeah. My, mom. So my dad was was an artist and really into photography. And okay. He wanted teaching photography. and So he's a photographer? He, well, he was, he was a teacher. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he mainly taught uh, pottery. That was his big thing. So pottery okay. painting, uh, jewelry making, and uh, photography. Okay. Those were like his four disciplines. Artiste. He was, yeah, he was amazing. Wow. His stuff was absolutely amazing. Um, so I was eight, and we were going out to Santa Fe. My dad would drag us out there all the time because yeah. that's where he loved to hang out with other artists. Yeah. <laughs> and he had his really sweet camera. My mom had gotten me this little Kodak Instamatic X15. And we were literally standing kind of on this vista looking out, and my dad's taking some pictures, and we turn to go back to the car, and his camera strap breaks, and his car, his camera goes bouncing down the hillside, oh. watching the glass and the pieces uh. fall off as it, as it you know, yeah. traverses down into You're the like, ravine. Ah. Yeah, so my little Kodak was the only thing we had for the rest of that, that vacation, and I was just taking pictures, and my dad was buying rolls of film, and um, they turned out okay. Yeah. That was kind of my... And did you instantly have a connection to this? I did, because it was, you know, my dad and I were constantly making art together. Yeah. Uh, we made kilns every summer, and, um, like, we built them out of bricks and went down to the lumber yard, and we'd get sawdust and fire as pots and, like, do all this stuff. So we were constantly doing yeah. artsy stuff, and but the photography I took to, like, that was my real interest. Yeah. Um, went to college, got a studio arts degree. BFA, and then I moved to Chicago. I was working for Sotheby's auction house, which I hated. <laughs> Shooting their stuff? No, I no. was no, I was working as just a, doing as, other stuff. Yeah, as an office assistant, it was just misery. Yeah, you're like, this is not going to work no, for it me. Was, it was miserable. So I started working with a couple of photographers around town, just um, interning yeah. and assisting, and you know, cleaning up and yeah, whatever you can putting do. Equi- yeah, doing the very cleaning toilets, putting equipment away, the basics, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was working for a few photographers up there, and then I wound up coming home to St. Louis just for a couple of months to help my mom and dad move. My sister was having a baby, and I hooked up with uh, Ferguson and Katzman. Okay, and yeah. Decided to work for, with them for a few days while you know freelance while I was yeah. in town. They offered me a job, and I wound up moving back here full time. And wow! And really did my apprentice yeah. work there. You know, spent. Uh, who who were your mentors out of there? Uh, well, Scott and Mark. I yeah, was, both, uh, yeah, I was working with both of them. It was, yeah. it was interesting because their studio was, had, you know, was, that was kind of early on in their studio. So mm-hmm. it was myself and those two, and a guy named Jamie Belay who was kind of running the office. Uh-huh. And I was working with both of them. Okay. In fact, I was working with Mark more because he was busier and on location, we're kind of cruising around. Uh, but I got to learn both the location discipline and the studio discipline. So they split that up. Yeah, Scott. Scott was the studio guy. He was shooting the food and the beverage, uh, and the product work. And Mark was on location and doing you know people and corporate and annual report work. So um, 
I got to learn a lot. It was, yeah. a, it was a great time there. Yeah. Uh, and then I wound up going, I was there for almost nine years and I wound up going out on my own. Okay. So you just, yeah, one day said, I'm going to do it. Were they supportive? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As it were. Uh, there's got to yeah. be a day when everyone kind of gets to that point and, and you have to, I know that's I, weird, right? Cause well, I think it's, I think it's hard, you know, I mean, yeah, they, they, you know, kind of brought me up through there and then, yeah. and then I was shooting there full time for a number of years. And then I, I don't think it's ever easy when a creative goes off and, yeah. you know, is now doing their own thing. It's, it happens all the time. In it happens all the time. business and in the and photography business. And I the, think in a way you want to see people do that, yeah. but at the same time you don't want people to leave. I mean, I've had that here with people that, yes. that have kind of come through and I'm like, oh man, don't leave. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, go, go do your thing. Hang your shingle, make it work for you. You got to own it at one point. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. It's important for every photographer. You want... You know, you got to own your own thing. Yeah. And are you so. still, are you guys, do you see each other? Yeah, I talk with Mark quite a bit. Okay. I mean, he and I are. So it's all cool. Yeah, it's all good. It's, yeah, no hard feelings at all. <laughs> at least not from my point of view. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm sitting in this space right now at your studio, which is yeah. huge. This yeah, is it's kind of here, so It's a beautiful town locust. <laughs> right. Lots of agency people will know, can picture in their yeah. mind's eye where I'm sitting right now. Because <laughs> we've all spent hours in this I place. I hope so. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Watching it is it is a incredibly. I was going to talk to you about this, like the creative process to me of shooting food and mm-hmm. beverage, and having been on a lot of shoots. Like I, I have ADD. I'm kind of a writer guy. I think of, that's why everybody's in this business. We right. all have adult ADD. ADD right? But I wonder how you can like. It's a very detailed thing. Yeah. At some point, you to get into this, the product people, especially, it's tedious. It feels tedious from an agency sitting here watching yeah, you yeah, yeah. light have, and shoot food. I have heard many an art director kind of say, yeah, kind of watching food photography is like watching paint dry. <laughs> In many ways, right? Yeah, right? If you like that. It's certainly not as exciting as having the models right. and the hair and makeup and everybody yes. else around. It's a, it's a different vibe. And how did you go down that path versus shooting? Did it just happen? Is this just the yeah, path? I, I, well, I had an affinity for it. And yeah. I think when, when I was at Ferguson and Katzman, I, I, while I worked with both of them, I was gravitating towards the work that Scott was doing. Okay. I just, I, I don't know. I think I have an understanding of liquid and glass and refraction and reflection yeah. and um, the challenges that all those things pose, you know. Uh, and there's a pace with it. You definitely get into the details yeah. of it. Yeah. And I think maybe... Uh, I mean, for a long time, I was nicknamed the perpetually dissatisfied anal retentive. <laughs> because, but there's a little of that. You almost have to have that. Yeah. Right? Well, one is part of being an artist, too. I'm yeah. a Virgo, so I definitely have that kind of nature where yeah. I just, the, it, the devil is in the details. Yeah. For and me. so when you look at something, when it's done, are you still like, oh, it could have been a yeah. little better? Yeah. And like this space, people come in here yeah. like, oh, this studio is amazing. Yeah. I see the 97 projects that aren't done, <laughs> things that need tweak. And yeah. I, you know, why? Well, yeah. I'm proud of it on one hand. Yeah. I still see areas for improvement. Yeah. That's the way it is with my photographs. I yeah. mean, I, yeah, I'll put them out there and I'm proud of them and I feel like I definitely hit the mark for the client and hopefully exceed their mark, but mm-hmm. there's always stuff I think I could do better. Yeah. What, is there a uh, way into it when, you, when agencies come with whatever they come? What, what is your, what do you look at? What's your process? What's, how do you start to, to take these, you know, layouts, these comps, you know? I think the first thing that I try to do is yeah. understand the client message. Okay. Okay. So just try to get in on the brand of it all. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, these images aren't for me. Yeah. Right? The, people are hiring me to create images for them to help sell their food or their booze or yeah. their yeah. product, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So I think that I have to be 
um, smart enough and selfless enough to re- remove my own ego completely and yeah. just say, okay, what is their brand message? And I have not been in on all the strategy meetings. I haven't been on the brand right. meetings. I haven't been on the yeah. agency meetings. Yeah. So we, I need... We call it, you haven't seen the blood on the floor. By the time we get to you, you know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I definitely have not seen the blood on, and I'm not soaked in it. Right. <laughs> but I need to know how that blood was spilled. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to have an understanding so that I can bring my game to the client's level. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. I think, so I, I try to spend some time understanding the client's message, what they're trying to do. And then see what I can do to really help elevate that. And at the end of the day, I think I have to hit the mark for the client. I have to um, show them an image or create an image for them that speaks to their product, will speak to their audience, and hopefully build their audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I need to find that balance between fighting for what I believe is right and showing them, um, I hear your concerns. Yeah. Here's why I think we should do it this way. Yeah. You know, there's always that kind of balance. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I'm a pretty collaborative photographer. I, I like working with, you know, the agency folks and the clients and getting an understanding of what they want to do and kind of bouncing the ideas back and forth even as we go on set. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it is. Being on set's an awful fun yeah. experience. I like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, and I do too. We all love to come down and escape and spend a couple of days on a set. And yeah, I think art directors and creative directors like coming like, to studios yeah. and getting out of their office Absolutely. and having a little place to escape. And yeah, you end up brainstorming the next project while you're working on this project. Or yeah. yeah, I always found it. just, it's just cool. an energy. There's lots of creative people around. Everyone's right. working. There's just uh, electricity in the air. But everyone's making something. That's why I think it's important to have a good space too. Yeah, you have Absolutely. to have a place that feels good and relaxed, but is. Um, that gives you creative energy. It's yeah, like, yeah. I can let's make something cool happen. Yeah, here. yeah. And you can try new things, and everyone's into. It. So the the future of this business, you had mentioned, you know, with the way digital photography is going, Instagram, lots of these sites. Yeah. Are you seeing the same kinds of jobs available that have always been available? Are they shifting? Is there a new route to, that you are getting into? Uh, I think that. The business as a whole is is shifting. Yeah, uh, competition has always been fierce. It's become much more so because the quality of photographer, I think today, is actually less than it was years ago. Wow. Um, but there's more of them. There's more less of them, and here's, but here's here's what's interesting. There's some great images being produced, and like I said, digital photography. Um, the nature of digital cameras and the computer really lends itself to making these hyper-realistic, really amazing images. Um, I I just want to make sure that people have taken enough time to really understand composition and lighting and master their craft so Mm -hmm. that they can really hit the message for the client. Yeah. Um, That's something that I think gets missed, and I think it... But I think clients are shifting, too. Yeah. The the message has to happen so much faster that the nuances might not necessarily be there. So that's where it's harder for an old guy like me to be like, okay, let's just, you know, let's shift gears and go down this road right now. Um, But that's the nature of the business. It's Mm -hmm. changing very fast. Are the same jobs out there? No. I think that they are evolving and they're changing. Yeah. um, Because the sheer number of images is changing. I read a statistic that last year um, you had potential to be exposed to 8 billion plus images. Every human being. Worldwide, Yeah. yeah. You think about that. Think yeah. about, ah, like there's so yeah. many images being generated. Yeah. Like from a food photographer's point of view. Yeah. Go into a grocery store. Go into a big grocery store, Chinooks or Deerbrook's or something like that. Look at how many images are yeah. in there. I mean, there's a couple hundred thousand images. Yeah. 
on packaging and on signage. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just perfect. And those things are getting changed a lot as people are fine-tuning their message and trying to get more sales and up their up their share. They're constantly changing that stuff. So it means that we have to adapt a little bit and change too. So do you do you go higher end? Do you do you have to make things even more luxurious? As as it's easier to shoot baseline food photography, like I even on local restaurant sites, right? They all look like somebody, unlike the old days when they just didn't take pictures of their food. <laughs> but now right. they do because they look all right. They look good. There's lots right. of. Do you have to like bring? You know what I'm saying? Like you've got to bring a skill set that's. You do. I, for me, in some of those cases, I have to walk away from it. Yeah, you just can't. Well, they don't want to value what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that there's value in being in the business for 22, yeah, 25 years. Absolutely. I mean, your uh, stuff is always... I'm a better photographer today than I was 15 years ago, and I don't think my prices should be reflective of 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that's that's one of the results of, you know, one kind of the crash in 2008. Yeah. Um, and the the real prevalence of digital photography prices have gone in the opposite direction. So for me, I'm, I pick and choose a little bit more. I've also changed markets. I shoot mainly out of Chicago. Okay. Um, it's a very different market than, yeah. than here in St. Louis. So yeah, just much more bigger. Yeah. A lot more, yeah. Bigger clients. Um, it's a great place to be for food and beverage yeah. photographer. It's yeah. kind of, kind of Mecca for that. So yeah. it's, it's the right fit for me. That's cool. It's a great market. And have you, have you branched out? I know you shoot video. Yeah, do. lots of it. Are yeah. you uh, have you checked uh, commercials and things like yeah. that? Or is, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you're getting you've obviously gotten into that heavily. Uh, I'm starting to do some more and more. Like yeah. I just came off of a project for Hellman's. We were shooting up in Chicago and we were shooting stills and video. Okay. Um, and and I'm that, sure everybody. And, yeah, it's becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah. I mean, you hear photographers doing it all the time. Um, again, I think that's another area that's really dangerous. Yeah. Because cameras can do a lot, but really understanding how to make that camera work for you yeah. versus just letting the camera work. They're two very, very different yeah. things. Uh, so it's a, I think it's a process that I personally want to slow down and learn everything I can. Okay. Uh, so this is something you still need to do some more learning in, just shooting video and lighting and all that stuff. Well, you... f- oh, first of all, I, I think that you're never done learning. Yeah. You know, I think the older I get, the more I want to learn. Yeah. Um, I know there are more tools out there. There's more stuff to learn. Yeah. I'm, just, I, I'm kind of voracious for it. I just want to learn more. Yeah. That's kind of exciting, actually. Yeah. I mean, to still be in the business and, and want to learn more, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I hope that doesn't stop. Yeah. That's, you've got to have that natural curiosity. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So do you see your future? Obviously, that was a big reason probably to get into the education side of it, right? Yeah. It's just there's a lot that you can teach and, and develop this... There's, there's absolutely a lot that I can teach. And one of the things that I have enjoyed most about the educational uh, company is watching other photographers, getting involved with their process. Yeah. Like Peter Colson. Yeah, so you probably, like, you guys have never connected before. You know their work. Yeah. And now this is this awesome excuse yeah. to go hang out with them. Yeah. And just, like, how it's cool amazing. is that? Which it, no one would get, right? Because photographers don't naturally. No, they naturally don't get that. And that's one thing that's really actually cool about the world of online education. You now have access to so many photographers that you never had access before. Yeah. You know, before, I mean, we would pull out a workbook and, you know, flick yeah. through. It's like, oh, my God, Jim Erickson's work is amazing. Yeah. And but now, now you can go find a tutorial of his and yeah. you can really learn about it. Um, so for me, as, as a director and somebody who's involved with writing the curriculum, mm-hmm. like we did a, a tutorial with Peter Colson this summer, and he is a, 
photographer out of Australia. He mainly photographs women and does black and whites, and a lot, almost all of his stuff is one light. Okay. My stuff can be pretty complicated. I've had like 15 lights on a beer bottle before, sure. you know? Yeah. And to go watch his process, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. There's some stuff here that I can really learn and take back to my style of photography based on what he does. Wow. And I think that's exciting. Yeah. You know, to be able to look at, at a guy who does black and white, it's one light. the opposite stuff. of what you're, yeah. in some ways, black and white, natural settings, one light versus in the studio. But that's what's really yeah. cool about it. Right, you can say, yeah. Okay, that component of the way he lit that, yeah. I can integrate that into my workflow, and I think it can up my game. Yeah, that's cool. That's and cool. that I think that's what all photographers should be doing. Yeah. We should really be looking at other photographers, how they work, how they come up with their craft, and then start to figure out how we can push ourselves more. Yeah, that's cool. So the site is rggedu.com. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. So if you are out there and want to. Get into photography or into photography, want yeah. to learn a little, or are an awesome photographer and want to see what others are doing. Exactly. Go to rggedu.com. There's plenty of stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff, but we also have a lot of looks into the tutorials, and we're coming out with new stuff all the time. That's cool. Um, got anything coming up? Anything? Any new films, series, photography, anything happening? That, you know, uh, I've got a couple uh, new spots that are going to air the, oh, the thing for Hellman's, and we're this just, is the Mayo. Um, yeah, okay. they've come up. They're always innovating, and they're coming up with a new eggless mayo. Nice, um, which is yeah. what the world needs, and which you know, sure, absolutely, For, um, healthy options. I mean, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I know mayo gets a bad rap because of you know, yeah, cholesterol issues. Cholesterol, right? right? So they're trying to get away from that. That's cool. Uh, we've got a new spot. We were actually just on a conference call for uh, something called Freshcraft cocktails. Okay. New okay. cocktails. So that's that's coming out. Okay, um, and then. So on the photography side, yeah, I've got some some cool new stuff happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually really looking forward to the next, you know, the upcoming year. I think it's going to be a good one. Okay. Uh, and with EDU, we've got some really cool photographers coming up cool. in 16. So. so check that out. Yeah, right. 15 and 16. Yeah. Um, don't have to change It's good. All right, good. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Is that it? That's it. That was painless, right? Yeah, that was way too painless. <laughs> you should have made it harder. Yeah. That was good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I live with my family. It's so damn lonely. I couldn't do